Thanks for lending me your ear. Jumping straight into first local tech news, the online gaming or the online PC community has been rickrolled, I guess would be the most accurate way to say it lately by TikToker Darville16. So this guy's claim to fame is that his first account had 672,000 followers with 7 million likes. He's a musician. He has gotten into computers. He talks about computers a lot in some of his videos. But what really has caught the attention of people is that he has promised a 33,000 peso build but has not revealed the specs. And he's teasing out very slowly what the specs are but he hasn't revealed yet what the PCPU and GPU are. Definitely daw may GPU tapos parang yung positioning may laban pa against more expensive builds like the like a 50,000 build or a 60,000 build. So, <laughs> all in all, I mean, you know, kind of dubious. You do really pay, you, you get what you pay for. No matter how you optimize it, no matter what good of a deal you get, 33,000 versus a double the price PC at 60,000, very difficult to square the math on pano mangyayari yun. So, pero, pero naging infamous na to si Dar, Darville 16 kasi when he made that claim and yet ayaw niya ipakita yung specs, you know, a lot of people jumped on him. So really, great marketing move. Parang a lot of people took notice even though, although, yun nga, yung that old adage na there's no such thing as bad marketing, I think has been taken to the extreme. <laughs> In the current social media climate, parang a lot of people will do anything just to get attention and notice. Heck, we're even talking about it now on Tech Show, but friendly. I guess just two takeaways. M more like I don't, <laughs> like I'm not gonna jump on the bandwagon and bash him or anything. But one, it's very easy if, you know, that's the thing with PC guys or PC enthusiasts. Parang, when they see someone claiming something, they immediately jump on it. Na, oh, you know, impossible yan, mali yan. And so it really snowballs quickly. There, there's, a, there's a big desire to prove na you know your stuff and you do that by proving that other people are wrong. So, which, you know, Darville 16, even giving the benefit of the doubt, medyo malabo ata yung mga claims niya. But certainly... Because it is the PC space, parang sumika talaga yung claim niya. Because a lot of people reacted to it just to say that, you know, this is crazy, this is nuts. And, and that's the thing with social media. Sometimes when it's crazy, sometimes when it's nuts, you don't need to jump on it. You can just let it go because it is crazy and it is nuts. And it only becomes a thing because we make it a thing. And again, I know the irony and I know perhaps the hypocrisy that... I'm saying let's not make it a thing and not comment on it. And yet here I am commenting about it. Um, but I'm not really jumping on the, you know, it's impossible or like, you know, hot take reactions na si Raulo to or, you know, this is nuts or whatever. I mean, I'm not making a video out of it. Just a simple podcast. Um, and it's only a thing when we make it a thing, number one. And number two, you know, you really pay, you get what you pay for, especially in the, for PC hardware. If something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And 33K is not bad for, 
entry level, low mid range. Pero na kakalabanin niya yung mga 50k, 60k. Tapos dubious. <laughs> it's kind of like alchemy, right? You know, it's like when people promise to turn whatever metal into gold, but they won't reveal the secret formula. They won't reveal what the ingredients are or whatever. When when somebody when when something is so great that it has to be kept a secret, yun medyo magduda kana. In other local news and perhaps you know more technically oriented and more useful to our audience, I saw an interesting post on GeForce Community Philippines made by Elijah Kapili, who's an independent PC builder, also PC retailer. And he noticed that, so he bought a bunch of Samsung 870s. So these are the SATA SSDs of Samsung. He bought from two different suppliers. Although he uses the term supplier, but I'm using it more like, I just assumed when he means supplier, I'm, I'm not quite sure actually what he means when he says supplier. Did he just find these guys online or something like that? Because... The ones so he he bought these SSDs from these two guys and a bunch of them turned out to be fake. So actually, the post is really quite good. Uh, there's a good analysis on how he determined that they were fake. Yun nga yung una yung packaging parang hindi tama. Serial numbers hindi tugma dun sa on the item itself versus the reported serial numbers. The speeds are not what you would expect from that kind of product. The mem chip used is also not what you would expect from that product. So, yun, actually, it was a good technical post. Um, I natuwa ako that someone brought that, you know, brought brought this issue to light. I'm just kind of curious what suppliers he he didn't mention where he bought them from. For hardware sugar, I mean, all of our suppliers are legit. I mean, like they're official, they're vetted. You can tell that. They are, you know, they, they, they are in contact with the brands that they're, that they're selling, whether it's Samsung or Zotac or uh, Crucial or, you know, whatever, G-Skill. Um, so, I'm, I, I'm led to believe that these suppliers are yung tipong online sellers na... And again, th- this flows back from our first news topic of Darville 16 na... Yun, you really get what you pay for if you're if you see a cheap price medyo magduda ka na although yes it is tempting na uy mura bilin ko na but sometimes it really is too good to be true and it's unfortunate that well apparently may ganito nga na scam na they're passing off different SSDs as Samsung although you know quality naman talaga yung Samsung no question but for me, you can get the same amount of quality for a much cheaper price. Yung Samsung kasi, for me, is overpriced. They're really trading on the name. Na, oh, sikat yung Samsung. And it's true naman yun nga, quality sila, magandang performance. But for me, you can get the same performance for much less from different brands. Like Crucial, I've used Crucial in my own rig for a long time. Particularly the MX series of SATA SSDs, very good. Uh, and Team Group also, I've... I've We've started carrying the NVMEs of Team Group about, uh, let's say, around eight months or so. I think that we've started carrying them seriously. So the MP33 and MP34 lineup. I'm actually using an MP33 now as my primary boot drive for my PC. And 
their performance against you know compared to their price is very good. So Samsung is a likely target for these kind of scammers kasi yung nga may name recognition when people see Samsung, uy, maganda yan. Uh, tas mura. Uh, bilhin na natin. It's a steal, you know, that's a that's such a good deal. But if you go into it a little deeper, you can actually find legit and you know, hindi naman pipitsugin yung Crucial, yung Team Group. These are not small brands. You can really find brands uh, the equal of Samsung in quality and performance for much less. And yeah, and we've done a couple of videos na kind of suggesting that, oh, here's this brand, but maybe you want to try this brand. Parang ganon. So something to keep in mind, Iwa scammers, don't just go by price, but also kind of try to dig into sino ba yung mga brands na okay na mas mura. I mean, reputation-wise, not as famous as Samsung, but definitely just as worth it. On to GPU news, and I won't be talking about this week. Parang every week I'm talking about the 4090, the 4080, pero wala yan this week. According to videocards.com, the, the, and this is still a rumor, but it probably squares. I mean, it, it's likely based on where the product line is at this time. They'll, NVIDIA will stop producing the 2060 and 16 series, sorry, 1660 series, and that includes the super line of the 1660 series. So, I mean, yeah, you can kind of see NVIDIA trying to do that since they are focused. They just came out with the Lovelace 40 series and the Ampere 30 series, you know, still has a lot of wind left in it. So trying to push customers towards their more newer and more expensive graphics cards. The 2060, you know, the first RTX card, it was kind of like in this awkward spot na, yeah, it has RTX, but other than that, its performance wasn't that great. But I am quite a fan of the 1660 Super in particular. A lot of the Super cards from NVIDIA actually really were good bang for your buck. Just There were just one or two misses, but most of them, like 98%, 95% of the Super lineup, sobrang sulit. So... Kind of sad to see the 1660 Super go. But again, yeah, it's NVIDIA. They're going to be pushing their newer, more expensive cards. And speaking of the 30 series, so nung nag proof of stake na si Ethereum, everybody was like, oh, you know, secondhand cards are going to flood the market kasi yun yung ginagamit ng mga miners. And it's true, we did see a flood, an avalanche, uh, you know, like a, a wave of secondhand GPUs hitting the market. But um, it's being reported now, based on what the data from eBay, that the prices of second-hand 30 series cards are actually going up again, like a 200% increase, plus the supply has been going down. You know, it wasn't that long ago when Ethereum moved to proof-of-stake, parang ilang buwan lang yun. And it's amazing that in just a short span of time, nag-dry up na yung supply of second-hand 30 series cards. It's... Difficult to really pin down what the cause is, although the article that reported it that I read speculated that most likely may mga bumibili ng secondhand cards. So they're, they're controlling the market, parang iniipon nila yung secondhand cards and then they're, they're selling them at a higher price point. Since sobrang mura nga nung secondhand cards. So it's not so much na lahat na ng mga cards na ginamit for mining na benta na, more like iniipon na ng mga speculators. So, yung mga scalpers, 
dati bumibili ng mga brand new cards. Ngayon, binibili na nila yung mga second hand and then reselling them at higher price. So I don't know if that's better or worse na they've moved on to second hand cards. But basically, they're controlling the supply of the cards, or at least that's a speculation, so that they can increase the price since they own the majority of the stock. Regardless, um, that's where we are nowadays. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, pandemic basically over, scalping over because no more mining and stuff. But GPU prices are still quite high. We will be coming out with a video about GPU prices in the Philippines around Monday or Monday or Wednesday or so next week. It's a continuation of our price watch series where we track the prices of GPUs and CPUs from four of the largest PC retailers in the country. And now we have seven weeks of data. So I won't even edit that out. <laughs> so tututukan talaga natin kung like, market ba yung presyo, bumabagsak, what are the trends for pricing for GPU and CPU dito sa atin. On to general tech news, apparently, so a lot of the US tech companies are firing employees because they're trying to save money, tightening their belts with perhaps an impending recession and with inflation, all-time high, and all, you know, all of the negative economic indicators. And for Amazon, that means cutting jobs from the Alexa division. Alexa wasn't really or isn't that big a thing here. Yes, of course, some people have it, pero hindi siya naging kasing ubiquitous. Di ka guys sa states na, hey Alexa, you know, power, turn on my lights or things like that. And this was a pet project of Bezos when he was still CEO, the Alexa line or having voice-controlled speakers or whatnot in the living room of Amazon customers. And, you know, on one hand, you think it's a great idea. I mean, it's just a further integration of the customer. It's like you're plugging the customer into the Amazon ecosystem. And, you know, they just say, Alexa. And you could actually say, hey, Alexa, I need Tide Pods or whatever. I kulang nila na item. And, you know, Alexa would order it from Amazon for you because... Alexa would have your data. It would, it would have your Amazon account. Or it would have your credit card and things like that. So you'd think it would be a great uh, supplement or addition as, a, as an integrator to integrate the customer into the Amazon supply chain. But apparently, the Alexa never made money. In fact, it lost a lot, a lot of money. And, you know, tech is used to that. Tech is, like, used to... Yeah, just keep burning money until, you know, the product catches on or we find a way to monetize it. But apparently, Amazon never found a proper way to monetize it. And now, since it has a new CEO, Amazon, Bezos left like a year ago. I, I can't remember the new guy's name, to be honest. But he's, you know, belt tightening and he's cutting a lot of jobs from the Alexa division. Uh, I mentioned, like, this news was interesting to me because uh, you'd think that Amazon kasi is famous for okay lang na we don't make money. Like, tuloy lang tayo. They're, for, for years, their, their, their core business of retail was losing money because they were trading it for market share. Lower prices, uh, cutting out competitors, uh, making it super easy for the customer, like yung free shipping. And for years, they weren't making any, any money. And actually, the big money maker of Amazon before 
retail started making money was the cloud. Like the services they built for their own in-house systems, they they offered it. They started offering it to outside people for for a fee, and Amazon Cloud became such a big money maker for them. Uh, but so Amazon is super comfortable with, yeah, you know, we're gonna take our time, we're gonna spend, we're gonna burn <laughs> gobs of money, and it'll be fine. But I guess Alexa was such a huge loss, it's such a huge money pit that even Amazon couldn't stomach it, or perhaps you know the the new. Amazon CEO just couldn't stomach it. Although he's under a lot of pressure talaga to cut costs since Amazon profit-wise hasn't been doing that great. I mean, relative to how it was doing before. Moving on to tech companies from China, Baidu, which is like China's Google, has said that the US restricting exports of certain advanced chips like GPUs used for AI research and things which we've talked about uh, in previous podcasts, in our in our previous episodes, na it's kind of like a Cold War move by the U.S. to kind of restrict the Chinese and ensure that medyo mahirapan yung AI program nila because only U.S. companies really produce the super high-end chips. And we're talking about NVIDIA in particular and some other companies. But Baidu has said that they haven't really been affected by the export ban. Um, on one hand, you can take that as bluster, as saying that, syempre, you don't want the other guy to know na you're down, diba? Parang you always want to project an image of strength even though hirap ka na. Or it could also be, as analysts also pointed out, na hindi naman unexpected yung move by the US. So Chinese companies had a long time to prepare or to stockpile <laughs> or to buy those chips when they were still available for export. So in the short term, they really, or analysts really weren't expecting na matamaan talaga yung AI research or AI or the other fields where they use these chips. So this announcement from Baidu isn't really that surprising. Although, you don't know, like, it's like smoke and mirrors, di ba? Parang, are you just saying that you weren't affected, but you were, or you're really not affected? But, Regardless, I mean, it's a very interesting move by the U.S. You know, we talked about it in previous shows. And it's really a ramping up of the tensions between China and the U.S., which is spilling over into TSMC, Taiwan's chip manufacturing company, which produces all of these super small, super advanced chips. Um, but it's expected that you will, or China will feel the pinch more in the future when you know, there's supply of these chips and when even more advanced chips come along and they don't have access to them. Which makes me wonder how Meta's AI Cicero, which uh, apparently has been has become super good at negotiating. So Meta has an AI, the, which they named Cicero, and then they made it play the strategy game Diplomacy. Um, and it had much better results compared to human players. And that on its face is, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, computers beat humans all the time, right? I mean, we've gotten used to being beaten at chess, at Go. Pero yung super interesting sa news na to, diplomacy isn't a one-on-one kind of chess-type game where, or, or even Go, where it's easy to quantify relatively, like, th- there are set positions on the board and, you know, there, there are specific objectives. 
in in diplomacy, you need to negotiate with other players. So it's it's kind of like a, a more realistic simulation of 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 war or of conflict. Na there are multiple sides, and you just it's not always one to one. Like my horse, you know, in in chess, you can my horse will always take this knight if I move, or sorry, my knight will always take this pawn if I move it here and things like that. In the in diplomacy, you can't diplomacy the game. You can't always predict what the what the other guy is gonna do, right? So you need to fashion your suggestions to them or your negotiating to them in realistic terms and and be prepared always na baka backstab ka. If you played Settlers of Catan or any other kind of like that kind of board game really with a bunch of friends, then you know how heated it can get or how how Machiavellian you need to or how many levels of strategy you need to be thinking of. And so that's what really interested me about this piece of news na an AI was able to compete and was able to perform better than humans in a game that required that kind of interaction, that kind of it it was it's not a one to one correspondence na okay, I take this, I move this, I'm planning ten steps ahead, parang ganyan. So there's been a lot of talk about AI and that includes Applications like Alexa, which can recognize our voices and recognize what we want them to do to uh, driverless driving or, you know, uh, AI or automatic driving. So, daming applications ng AI, but they always just seem to be like just down the road, right? But it's kind of amazing to see na there is an AI that could cope and even succeed well at this kind of game. Um, I, I, I've... I remember na may AI dati nagluluno StarCraft eh. Like they taught it how to play StarCraft. But I always thought that was an unfair advantage kasi as humans, we're limited in how we also we interact with computers. Like yun nga, in StarCraft, you have to use a mouse to drag the, to select the units that you want to order. But an, an AI doesn't have that problem. I mean, it can instantly select what units. And that's, that that instantaneous selection versus yung split second na we have to interact with a physical device to tell the game these are the troops I want to order yun palang dehado na tayo eh so like a computer playing StarCraft wouldn't be that impressive to me but this Cicero AI of Meta this seems you know that seems pretty good like I'd be scared of uh, that may that makes Skynet like one step closer. Um, especially because, you know, the Zuck also isn't having such a good time with Wall Street now. Profits are down. Stock price is down. He might just be tempted to develop the heck out of that thing and release it as Skynet. And the last news for this episode is also gaming with Portal RTX coming in December. So the Portal games have been remastered. We now have uh, ray tracing <laughs> in Portal. I've never actually played the Portal games. I mean, I know that they're classics. I really should get around to playing them. Maybe I will now that they're coming out with RTX versions this December. Libre naman daw yung RTX skins. Or, I mean, basically, I'm just recalling it a skin, but I'm sure a lot more work went into enabling RTX in, in, the, in those two old games. But um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. Actually, NVIDIA is saying na optimized sila for 30 series cards. So that's kind of like a mature implementation of RTX. So I'd be interested to see what it would look like. And, you know, I probably have to, I probably should get around to playing them. 
Although, but to be honest, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the brightest. <laughs> like, I'm not the smartest guy when it comes to those IQ kind of things. And you, portal theoretically sounds cool, but then when with the puzzles and like, oh, if I shoot it here, then I appear here, but I have to jump down here, and then all of that spatial reasoning makes my brain very tired. Yun, so thanks so much for joining me for episode 9 of Tech Show But Friendly. We do this every week, so check back next Friday for the next episode of whatever the heck tech news I find interesting, basically. But I try to do it without jargon or less jargon. And yeah, I also try to put in stuff that I find interesting that isn't directly related to PC. But... You know, everything now is basically connected to PC in some way or another. It's basically tech in some way or another. But please do let me know um, what you think of these episodes. If, you know, what what you think I can do to improve. And on that note, we're entering December. Almost Christmas time. Almost holidays. Almost 13th month pay. Almost, almost the next Steam sale to jump on whatever game you've been waiting for. So have a good weekend, guys, or have a good day whenever you're listening to this.